الإمام الترمذي رحمه الله تعالى he authored a work titled شمائل النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم the descriptions of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and he has a chapter in here باب ما جاء في عبادة رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم the chapter that which has come in relation to the worship of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa This is an important topic as Allah He created us for His worship. As Allah states, وَمَا خَلَقُتُ الْجَنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا and I have not created the jinn nor the mankind except to worship me. And Allah Azza wa Jal, He sent the Messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, to teach the people how to how to properly worship Allah subhanahu wa taala. So it is a must that we as Muslims in worshiping Allah. We must know how the Prophet worshipped so that we can worship Allah properly. The author he brings the narration on Al Mughira ibn Shu'bah. فَقِيلَ لَهُ أَتَتَكَلَّفُ هَذَا وَقَدْ غَفَرَ وَقَدْ غَفَرَ اللَّهُ لَكَ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرَ قَالَ أَفَلَا أَكُونُ عَبْدًا شُكُورًا رَوَاهُ الْبُخَارِي وَمُسْلِمٌ الإمام الترمذي he brings the narration on the authority of al-Mughira ibn Shu'ba may Allah be pleased with him he said, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he prayed until his two feet swelled up. So it was said to him, are you putting this upon yourself? And Allah has indeed forgiven you for that which has preceded of your sins and that which will come. And the Prophet ﷺ, he said, should I not be a grateful servant? 
So here, Al-Imam Al-Tirmidhi, he brings the narration mentioning a glimpse of the worship of the Prophet Sallallahu And that is that the Prophet Sallallahu he used to stand up at night and he prayed. And his standing at night and praying was the Qiyamul Layl. His standing at night and praying was the Qiyamul Layl. And sometimes the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in one raka'ah he will recite Surah Al-Baqarah and Surah Al-Nisa in one raka'ah. That's how long he would stand at night dedicating himself to the worship of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So due to him standing for long periods of time his feet would swell. But no the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he found delight in the worship of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Some people, they don't find ease in the Salat. The Prophet used to say, Qum ya Bilal, arihna bis salah. O Bilal, stand up and bring ease to us by way of the prayer. When you call the adhan, call the ikama, establish the prayer, bring ease to us. Some of us, we can't wait to get out of the prayer to find ease. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned, وَجُعِلَتْ قُرَّةُ عَيْنِ فِي الصَّلَاةِ وَكَمَا قَالَ Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam In the coolness of my eyes, or that which brings ease to my eyes, has been made in the prayer. This was the mannerisms of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So he would get up at night and he would stand for these long periods of time, praying to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, showing his gratitude to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Azza wa Jal he mentions in Surah Al-Fatih, إِنَّا فَتَحْنَا لَكَ فَتْحًا مُبِينًا Indeed, we have given you a clear victory. لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِكَ وَمَا تَأَخَّرَ وَيُتَمَّ نِعْمَتَهُ عَلَيْكَ وَيَهْدِيَكَ صِرَاطًا مُسْتَقِيمًا in order that Allah forgives you of that which has proceeded of your sins and that which will come, and that Allah completes his favor upon you and guides you to a straight path. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam a great victory. Some ulama say this is the conquest of Mecca. Other scholars of Tafsir, they say, rather this was the Treaty of Hudaybiyah. And how was the Treaty of Hudaybiyah a clear and open victory? Because it gave the Muslims the opportunity now to travel throughout the land without fear of being attacked, and they can give da'wah. So this is how Islam became strengthened during the time of 
the treaty between the Prophet Sallallahu and the Quraysh. Because now he has that opportunity to send people out, to give da'wah, to call the tribes to Islam without the fear of warfare. And in any event, both situations were a victory for the Muslims and for Islam. And then Allah mentions a favor that he has given to the Prophet that he has forgiven the Prophet for all of his sins. And he completed his favor upon the Prophet And that favor is Islam. The Prophet did not die Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Except that the religion was completed And this is a ni'mah from Allah <clears throat> Upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Because the previous Prophets and messengers When they would die There would be a need for another Prophet to come Another messenger to come But not with the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam When he died Alhamdulillah the deen is complete there's no need for another prophet and messenger. This is a favor upon the Prophet Sallallahu from Allah Azza wa Jal. One may say, well, what about the, the second coming of Isa? The second coming of Isa alayhi salam is for a purpose, a wisdom, and from that to establish the truth regarding him. He is not the son of Allah, he is not Allah, he was not crucified upon the cross and other than that. And when he returns, he will break the crosses and kill the swine and abolish the jizya. And, he, and nothing will be accepted except for Islam. So the second coming of Isa salam, he's coming as a follower of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu He's not coming as a prophet and messenger with a new message, a new book. Allah, he mentions, and in order that he guides you to a straight path, Allah Azzawajal is the guide. He guided the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as Allah mentions, وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًا fahada. And he found you wandering, searching for the truth, and he guided you. The Prophet ﷺ, prior to becoming the Prophet and Messenger, we know he used to go into seclusion, separating himself from the society and the evils of shirk that were taking place in the society. And he would go into the cave and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of his ability. He was wandering, searching for the truth, and Allah guided him and made him the prophet and messenger. The statement of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Afala Akunu Abdan Shakura, meaning that Allah forgiven me for my sins which have preceded and that which will come is a ni'mah from Allah it is a magnificent blessing from Allah that necessitates that I be grateful so what do we observe from this mannerisms of the Prophet 
he was one, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that acknowledged that Allah has favored him with a favor. Allah has blessed him with a blessing. And as a result of Allah favoring him and blessing him, he is going to show gratitude for that blessing. This is how we as Muslims should be. We need to acknowledge the blessings of Allah Azawajal. And there are many. And we show gratitude to Allah to the best of our ability for the blessings. Some of us, we don't acknowledge the blessings and remember the blessings. We only remember the calamities and hardships. A person says, man, I got sick severely three times this year. Three times. I don't normally get sick. got sick three times this year. He's complaining. How many days were you healthy out of the year? Okay, you got sick three times this year. Give or take, each time was a week of you being sick. So you were sick for the duration of three weeks out of a 52-week year. Where's the gratitude? We, we always complain, mankind that is, constantly complaining about what we don't have, constantly complaining about what's going on to us in our lives. SubhanAllah wa bihamdi. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah, rahimahullah ta'ala, he mentioned there are three types of complaints. One who complains to Allah about the people. Oh Allah, so-and-so is doing such-and-such such to me. Oh Allah, the people are giving me a hard time. Relieve me. The person complains to Allah about the people. The other category, the person who complains to the people about Allah, this is the worst of them. Yeah, Allah putting me through it right now. <laughs> like, the per like the people can help remove whatever Allah has decreed for you. If Allah has decreed for you poverty, Allah has decreed for you sickness, somebody is going to remove that? Allah has decreed some hardships for you. Allah, so somebody is going to go against what Allah has decreed and say, just come over here, we're going to help you. Nobody can help you against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the worst type of complaint is a person complaining to the people about Allah. The last category of complaint is the person who complains to Allah about himself. And this is the best category. Oh Allah, indeed I'm a sinner. My iman is weak. Please help me. Oh Allah, renew my iman. Oh Allah, or as we have in the dua of Yunus, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al 
No one has the right to be worshipped except you. And glory be to you, O oh Allah, indeed, I am from amongst the wrongdoers. This is the best type of complaining. That you complain to Allah about you, yourself, the deficiencies you have within yourself, or that we have within ourselves. This is the best type of complaining. But don't complain to the people about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because in reality, whatever we go through of hardships throughout the year, there were more days of ease than hardship. Think about it. Because whatever situation we go through, it could always be worse. And there's someone who is in a situation that's worse than our situation. So for that, the Prophet Sallallahu he said, don't look at somebody who is uh, above you, but rather look at the one who is below you and that is better for you so that you do not deny the favor of Allah upon you. It's the meaning of the statement of the Prophet Sallallahu because when you're constantly looking at the guy who has the Mercedes-Benz and the BMW and the latest car that's out, the 2019, even 2019 yet, and he got the 2019, and you're looking at him, man, got that car. You know, I'm driving in the 2010. Yeah, but then it's the person who's walking who don't have a car at all, who has to get up an hour or two earlier because of not having a vehicle to drive to work. You at the light looking at the Mercedes-Benz, envious and jealous and upset that you don't have it, but you're not looking at the person walking on the sidewalk. Whereas you're in the warm car with the heat on and person out there freezing at the bus stop and you looking at the Mercedes-Benz. No, look at the person at the bus stop who's out there freezing cold. And you in the car, it may not be the latest car, but it's a car and you're warm and it gets you to and from. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in responding to the companions, should I not be a grateful servant, was a means of teaching them the importance of showing gratitude to Allah. And gratitude is shown with the heart, with the tongue, and with your actions. With your heart, you acknowledge that the favor that you have is from Allah and from none other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah mentions, وَمَا بِكُمْ مِنْ نِعْمَةٍ فَمِنَ اللَّهِ Whatever you have of a ni'mah, of a blessing, is from Allah. And this is whether the ni'mah is diniya or dunyawiya, is from Allah. Whether it is a religious blessing or a worldly blessing, it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two, we show our gratitude 
by praising Allah verbally and thanking Allah verbally. Saying Alhamdulillah is one of the ways we show gratitude and thanks to Allah for what we have. And mentioning the ni'mah, وَأَمَّا بِنِعْمَةِ رَبِّكَ فَحَدِّثِ And ask for the favor of your Lord, then mention it. So we mention that which Allah has favored us with to those who love us, and we love them. And lastly, with our actions. Whatever Allah has given us, we strive to use that blessing in a good manner. Allah has made you intelligent. Don't use your intelligence for wrongdoing. Allah has made you strong. Don't use your strength to oppress people. Allah has made you financially stable. Don't use your wealth to disobey him and encourage others with disobedience. Allah Azza wa Jal has made you a person who has knowledge. Don't use your knowledge to somewhat enslave the people or to take advantage of the people or to put the people down. Whatever Allah has given us of bounties, we should use it in the right way for the right things. And it is a sign of being ungrateful that a person uses Allah, what Allah has given them for the wrong things. Allah has given you sight, Allah has given you hearing, Allah has given you speech. Use it for the good things, not for the bad things. This is how you show gratitude. When you use your sight to read Quran, to read Bukhari and Muslim and other than that from the books of Islam. Use your, your, your sight to look at the creation of Allah and ponder over Allah's magnificence. And that doesn't include foreign women. As this is a sickness and the deviance that the ulama, they mention is that a person, he's looking at the woman, right? The foreign woman. And he says that Allah says in the Quran to go throughout the earth and look, look at his creation. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean that. Not though, not that creation. <laughs> it's, that's a sickness in the heart. Rather, Allah is referring to the magnificence of the creation and not looking at that which Allah has made prohibited for one to look at. Use your ears for listening to the Quran, for listening to good speech to that which is going to benefit your heart. Use your tongue to speak with that which is good, to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to bring benefit to the people. This is how gratitude is shown. I just wanted to give that reminder about the worship of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi some benefits from the narration and whatever is correct the praise is for Allah Azza wa Jal. Whatever is incorrect is for myself. Wa subhanaka Allahumma bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik.